Hello, welcome to the Hopecast, where we hear about normal people following Jesus in the 21st century. Join me in guests and conversations on how to do daily life with struggles that come, the hope we find in Jesus, plus anything in between. Come on in. Hello, good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, because uh, you may be listening to this at any point in the day. Um, I hope that you're all having a wonderful day and that you're ready to listen to some good stuff. Today I've got morale with me. I met her at New Wine last summer. Uh, she works for Fusion. She was on a Fusion stand. I just got chatting to her. And I was like, you're an amazing person and still in touch today. So hi, morale. Hello. Hi. So um, could you just tell people what Fusion is? Fusion is a student mission movement who exists to strengthen the church, the local church, to reach and work with the students. So we believe that God is on the move and he wants his church to be part of that mission and the movement with him. Um, how have you been today? I have good, really good. I've been like enjoying the lovely weather in Manchester, mm. sunny Manchester, which is really rare, but yeah, doing really well. How yeah. are you? Oh, I am well also. Thank you. I've been eating bagels today. Nice. Yeah, I put too much, but um, I'm really enjoying them. So (laughs) it has made me feel happy. I'm going to get people to get to know you a bit better, you know. Um, Sure. So I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Maybe, you know what, I'll ask you a bit of background knowledge as well, because then everyone knows where we stand. What's your background been like and what's your family like uh, when you were growing up? So my family, well, I always grew up in a very more agnostic, secular family. And they weren't religious. So we were kind of like a very modern family, but not, yeah, they they always believed, believed in God, but not necessarily in a particular god like god of islam or christianity you know just god Mm. they we always knew that there is a god and who is kind so yeah where are you from i'm from iran originally but i live in manchester awesome in this wonderful city and rainy of manchester (laughs) rainy yeah is it quite different to where you grew up oh yeah so different like well, especially this time of the year, like, it's really hot. Well, it is hot uh, in Manchester now, but it's not not anything compared to what it's like in Iran now. What's it like in summer? Like, what's the weather? What's the oh, It's forecast? just super hot, like maybe 50 degrees. No. 40 degrees, no. yeah. Oh, my god, It's just too hot. <laughs> we would die. We would perish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thank God for AC. Then. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Would you rather be on a beach or in a city? Oh, can I choose a city by the beach? Oh, I knew you'd go there. (laughs) What's your favourite way to cook chicken? Especially when it's aesthetically pleasing stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I kind of like that. Probably roast chicken oh actually no no fried chicken yeah of course fried chicken yes i don't know why even like (laughs) doubted but yeah nice that that seems pretty solid to me um instagram or 
Facebook. Instagram. I love Instagram. Yes. <laughs> okay. And so, uh, yeah, today we're just going to be talking about your story of your journey with God and coming to know Jesus and how that all went. And we're sure. just going to hear a good testimony. So when did you first hear about Jesus and what was your opinion on it? So first, I heard about Jesus through my brother-in-law, which is my sister's husband, who shared the gospel with me. And it was a time I was only in my third year of uni, actually. And yeah, and he took the time to tell me about Jesus and and told me, well, shared with me the, the parable of last ship, which was amazing. And yeah, and at, at that time, I was in a time in my life that I was lost. I was hopeless. And I tried everything and anything in the world to find that single hope, something that mm. was missing in my life. And that was Jesus. And yeah, and then when I heard the story, the parable of last ship, the story that Jesus is after me and he is here with me and he I have that opportunity to find hope in him I just thought yeah why not maybe this this story has something very special about it that I relate to and I feel like I am that lost ship so yeah so that was when I heard about Jesus and that was how yeah how I encountered him basically I said a simple prayer and I said, God, if you are real, Jesus, is if you are alive, if you're real, I want you to show me who you are. And and I received, well, yeah, I experienced God's love for me. And yeah, and that came out of the back of uh, just a simple prayer. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. I think so many people be like, whoa, it's like that simple. You can just hear the gospel, accept it pray and then that's that yeah (laughs) but um yeah so I think just before we go on a bit about kind of your journey into that you were saying that maybe you felt quite hopeless and stuff um what made Jesus stand out from all the other places that you were searching for that hope so from what I heard about Jesus was that he died for me and because I never thought that I'm worthy, I'm like, I, I, I deserve to be loved and I deserve to be forgiven. And so when I heard that Jesus has died for me and by his death on the cross, he washed away all the sin of the world and mine and yours and everyone else's. And that was something that stood out to me. And I thought, this is amazing like God came down to earth to save Mm. me to rescue me to give me an opportunity to find me and you know and it shows like Mm. as as a human as a person I just feel like this is huge and like God coming down to earth like coming for me and yeah you kind of knowing that actually God cares God is so kind and he wants a relationship with me so that was something that made me realize actually Jesus is different because in Islam, I never felt like God is close to me. I never felt like God loves me and I can have a personal relationship with God. I always mm-hmm. thought that I need to gain his uh, love. I need to do something to be worthy of his love. And otherwise, if I, and, and then 
just yeah and it's another concept like it's another thing about grace you know kind of knowing that jesus god our god is so gracious and like even if i do something wrong i know that if i come back to him he will always forgive me he will always Hmm. welcome me back and so yeah that was something that really yeah stood out to me that's awesome um and just quickly some people might not know the parable of the lost sheep is yeah could you like describe it in a few sentences and sure (laughs) but it's basically this it's a story that jesus tells his disciples and saying that imagine a shepherd having 100 sheep and one of them goes missing and he would go in that case he would leave the 99 sheep that he has and go and find that one last sheep and and he would go and search for it until he finds it and then when he comes back when he finds mm-hmm. that one last sheep he would celebrate it he would be so happy that he has found that one last sheep he would be more happy than having that hunt not 99 safe sheep who are all together and they're yeah. safe so um yeah I, I, and yeah. i think that's we, yeah that really resonated with me yeah that yeah. is so good and i think for so many people they're going to be like how when has god kind of proved that he wants me to like he wants to find me that badly yeah or you know like that they are worthy like you're saying was there anything any doubt you had when you kind of accepted jesus that that was true for people who might not understand what grace is or like that Mm. god can instantly forgive them and that he does desire uh, to have them like in his flock if you use the sheep analogy yeah for those people who might just not believe it or not accept it as quickly what would you say to them um that they can be assured that they're forgiven and loved as soon as they um are found um i would say just ask god and just keep giving him well give him a chance and and also we know that in the Bible, when you read in the Bible, in the Gospels, we read that Jesus is always talking about that you are loved and the way that he is treating people because Jesus was God. Jesus was the Lord. And we know that we can see that the way that he is living out, he is the way that he is treating people and the way that he is treating the lost and the poor and the lowly and lonely we see that he cares and and we see that he forgives as well. He heals, he forgives. And yeah, mm. I would say read the Gospels. And that's at times when I, when I, and it's like, it's a battle for me. So I, I, I always feel like, oh, well, not always, but like there are times in, in my life that I feel like actually I'm, I don't think I'm worthy, but then I read the Gospels. And again and again, every day, God reminds me of how much I am loved and I am forgiven. And also, mm-hmm. it's a good lesson for me to be able to forgive others as well, because yeah. Jesus always encourages us to forgive others as well, because we are forgiven. He died for us. If he could forgive me, he can forgive others as well. So I need to forgive others as well. And also, we can pray more for that and we can ask anything from God. And yeah, and because in the Bible, Jesus talks about 
and he says, ask and it will be given to you. And whether it's forgiveness, whether it's healing, whether it's, yeah, knowing his love, whether it's grace or compassion, anything. Mm. Thanks for that. A lot of people can come with assumptions about God, whereas when you actually get to know him, he's so different um, from what you'd expect. Tell us about how your family responded and what that was like for you in those first stages. It's very funny. When I first accepted Jesus, I suddenly changed. Like something within me changed. Like I was still the same person externally. Like I was living the same way. But I wasn't that arrogant, really, and anxious and angry person that I used to be. I had this, I received this gift of joy that I always have in me since then, since I accepted Jesus in my life. And at times when I get anxious, I know that God is with me. And that was something that affected the way that I behaved and treated my family as well. And so that was really notice, noticeable. And they they said, oh, yeah, something's ha- something has changed. So having seen that change in my life mm. made them feel like, oh, yeah, however you found that happiness, as long as it's not drugs, in <laughs> through drugs or alcohol or anything else, we're happy for you. So mm. they're happy. They're so happy to see that I'm doing well. And, and I'm, I'm a kind person, I'm compassionate, I'm joyful, and, I'm, and my joy is contagious. And I'm not saying that it's who I am, but it is who I am, but it's like a gift that God has given mm. me, and I carry it around. Amazing. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that's so cool. And um, I think you said, like, maybe what you did didn't change straight away, um, but you just felt more joy. Um, could you tell us about like anything that you realized maybe you had to change externally as well which you might have held back from or something like that yes and no so when I was in Iran I well so when I became a Christian I started going after I became a Christian I started going to an underground church which was illegal and so like it took me yeah it was none of my friend knew that None of my friends knew that I'm going to church and I've become mm. a Christian because I couldn't share that with them. I couldn't put that put them in that uh, like danger yeah. in that position. So uh, because that was a choice I made personally to take that risk because I experienced Jesus. I experienced I encountered him and I wanted to take that risk and follow him no matter what. Uh, but I couldn't make that decision for others. Yeah. So I had to be really careful. And the other thing was that even though I started going to church, I never had access to the Bible. I've never read. I never read the Bible until I came here. I, wow. well, even though I was part of a Christian, like a church community, but mm. it was just going to church and singing songs and reading some stories about Jesus. Mm. But I've never actually read a bible and that was something that i never learned what how to follow jesus and that Mm. was like huge for me because i always say that and i wasn't baptized either so i just became a christian so i always say that i like when i at at that time i became a believer i 
started believing in Jesus. I knew who he is, but I wasn't a Christian. I wasn't a follower of Jesus. So I always think that there is difference between being a follower and a disciple of Jesus and just a believer, someone mm-hmm. who knows Jesus. So that's different. And I think that's just a lifestyle that your lifestyle changes mm. when you follow Jesus fully and wholeheartedly. Yeah. I don't know. I think to, to you, I guess, because that's the country you grew up in, yeah. you knew that you'd have to hide. But I think for so many people, at least in the UK, uh, we don't have to hide. That must have been scary. Um, having to kind of hide and be aware of the fact that um, who you wanted to be was well it's illegal yeah yeah um illegal yeah to be to be honest it was scary but it was an adventure and I loved it because again like I love adventure I'm so adventurous and the more dangerous it is the more fun I have with anything and and yeah and I just feel like faith for me well it's always an adventure adventure and I think it should be an adventure because following Jesus is an adventure it's got its ups and downs it's got its own challenges and its own um yeah and opportunities as well and so yeah where where we are regardless of being in in a country like Iran and being persecuted for your faith or in the UK and being persecuted for your with with your um friends who are teasing you because of your faith or Mm. you know just there is always challenges with your faith and your integrity and that's okay because that's part of the adventure that's part of the fun of following Jesus yeah that's so good Uh, I guess it's good that you have that character character uh, that you enjoy (laughs) adventures (laughs) because I think a lot of people would not enjoy that so coming to the UK and then reading a Bible for the first time and then discovering that there were ways to be a disciple of Jesus and to follow him wholeheartedly. What kind of changes did you have to encounter? And how, yeah, how was it to just first read the Bible and stuff? Well, like small things. Like it started with I don't know, learning about judgment, not judging others, but also mm. And also forgiving others. And I learned so much about forgiveness and letting go of the anger and and also repenting. Repenting, yeah, the way that I lived my life and mm. turning away and turning to God and changing my way of thinking and living as well. And and yeah, because again, so I I've I've always been a proud person. And I still am, slightly, just to say, just to confess that out loud. Mm. <laughs> and so, uh, and I think it's, it's, it, it was hard to lay down all I had and all I was, because that was my, well, that was the identity I grew up with for 24 years. But yeah, that was huge to lay down, but then, it's like by when I did that it changed my life and it gave me so much freedom and Mm. and again like it's a battle like following Jesus like we are followers of Jesus and day by day we are learning something new about how to follow him 
and because like every day we have we wake up we it's a new day new opportunities new challenges and there might be new challenges that you've never faced before so through that you learn something new and through new opportunities you learn something new as well so yeah I guess it's it's been like a journey and I knew that it's gonna be a lifelong journey for all for me and for everyone else into learning how to follow him and yeah that's awesome (laughs) coming to the UK and then knowing more about God and knowing okay um God does want me to live my life in a certain way to forgive others to let go of things let go of pride and anger and these things did you have any like struggles with that um or find it difficult to do those things I found it really challenging it was really it was a real struggle to forgive my mm. the country that I had to leave because of my faith so that was something that took me maybe two years to fully forgive them to, to fully forgive the government and because it was huge for me because only because I chose to believe in God I had to, I couldn't go back home I couldn't live where I where my home is my family are uh, my friends were and so yeah that was a huge struggle for me yeah but now I pray for them every day. I pray for Iran every day. I pray for mm. my friends every every day. And yeah, that was one of the real struggles for me. And the other thing probably would be just trying to adopt here and learn so many things. Suddenly how to follow him, like so- something like praying out loud in front of <laughs> everyone and learning how to read the bible and which are like very basic for christians those who were raised in 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 the church or it and also or just yeah and it was huge for me to and i I never had anyone discipling me i just read the bible and i watched people and how they're living how they're praying out loud and how they're worshiping why people raise their hands up in the air when they are singing songs (laughs) That was weird. That was so weird. <laughs> and, and no one explained it to me. No one told me, taught me how to do that, how to do things. Yeah, so that was hard. That was a real struggle for me to understand why we do things. And I always was embarrassed of asking why. And I thought, because if I ask why, they would think I'm a bad Christian. I don't love Jesus. I don't believe in Jesus. That shows my lack of faith. And and I didn't know it's okay to ask questions. The more questions you ask, the better it is. Mm. <laughs> you have to be curious. You have to ask questions. So it was just all in my head. Like no one treated me in that way, but it was all in my head as a new Christian, as a new believer. Awesome. It's Yeah, it's definitely encouraged to ask questions and to, to ask about your doubts and to um, wrestle kind of with God about them and not necessarily just take everything um because you heard it from someone yeah so how would you encourage them to um carry on asking questions and pursuing god through their doubts uh i would say join a small group 
or join an alpha course and because and yeah just ask your christian friends if they if they are not christians um i would say ask your question friends why they believe things and that's a good challenge for us as christians to be asked those questions because sometimes we do some we we say some words or phrases or we act in a way that we think it's normal without knowing what why we are doing things mm-hmm. and i think being asked the question <laughs> is really good for us to think to think about why actually why yeah. we do that and why we believe in reading our bibles every day or why we believe in praying out loud and doing this or doing that whatever and so i would say just ask and if you have and i think curiosity is really important and the way that we see the way that jesus asks questions and how 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 much he values questions he never well yeah he doesn't give many answers in the bible he asks in the bible he asks questions lots of questions and he responds with questions so that shows the importance of asking questions and being in, um, being curious about things mm. and because when you ask great questions it will help you to learn to grow and to relate and so yeah and I think it's good for us it's healthy to ask questions yeah definitely coming back to the fact that in Iran you couldn't really share your faith openly how's that changed now and how do you share your faith and what encourages you to do that so I always see well it's it's a bonus it's amazing that we have this freedom to talk about our faith so openly and freely here it's a gift it's a blessing and and yeah and people share their faith differently and you don't have to be called an evangelist to share your faith. Mm. Evangelizing literally means sharing your faith. And we are all called to share our faith and make disciples of all nations if you are Christians. Mm. And so I, the way that I do it is just, I just love people. And, and that's just, I can't stop talking about Jesus because I love Jesus. And in a normal conversation, by me just trying to be myself around people, whether they are Christians or non-Christians, doesn't matter. There are people I'm showing, I'm sharing my faith with them because they can see Jesus in me and through me. And yeah, I think just be yourself. That's my uh, encouragement. And yeah, just have integrity and invite people into your home and into your life and share your life with them and and that's a witness for them to yeah to see god and to Mm. hear god through you definitely um i was listening to i don't know if you've heard of tori masters but um she was saying like people should experience the gospel by how you live and how you love them and um because god will be drawing others to himself yeah um through you and through the way you live um because people are just so desperate to have a father who actually loves them and to see you representing god loving them well and not judging them and yeah um going out of your way to serve them is so huge and so different for so many people 
whose either family don't do that for them or they've never had someone care about them that way. Um, it's a great way to just represent actually God doesn't care about your background and doesn't doesn't um, pick certain people, um, but he calls, he wants everyone to be saved and he wants everyone to know him. So yeah, yeah just loving them and equally loving people and not showing favoritism and stuff like that. It goes a long way uh, for so many people who have been um, maybe the last to be chosen or not loved well by so many people. So yeah, definitely, absolutely. I love that. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Could you tell us a bit about the difference of like maybe attending church and kind of only having certain access to the ca- knowledge of characteristics of God? And the difference between that and actually knowing him now and um, what characteristics of Jesus have like changed your mind, maybe on certain topics or, yeah, just what it's like to actually know Jesus in a different way now um, from when you first heard about him. Oh, I just feel like God, Jesus, Jesus is with me every day, all day. And, and it's amazing to know that like now I know that actually Jesus is my friend. He's not only God, he is my friend, he is my brother. I've never had a brother, but he is my brother. He is my good friend. He is, yeah, I feel so close to him. And and I've been learning more about his character, that he's so kind and he's so compassionate. And one of my daily prayers is that, God, Jesus, I want to become more like you. Help me to become more like you. Teach me how to do that. Teach me how to love the lost. Teach me how to love people. And and teach me how to pray. I think it's something that I've been, especially in the past few weeks of in, in the lockdown, I've been praying, God, teach me how to pray. I don't know how to pray. Mm. And teach me a new way of praying. And and. Yeah. Yeah, like simple things. That is so cool to just have. And the other thing I would add to that is uh, in terms of church, being part of a church is really important because all those things happen. I grew so much in my faith because I was part of a local church. I was part Mm of a, a community of Christians who were in this together with me and who were yeah going through ups and downs of life that close relationship with god um where you know he's with you and also it's just amazing to be part of community who love you no matter what who are there for you no matter what and and yeah and yeah and also they helped me so i learned so much about my identity only because i was part of a local church being part of a church is something that you don't get in the secular world and 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 I think it's I, I it's really hard to be part of it to find a new church virtually now but <laughs> I mean it is still a valuable and if not online service you can be part of a small group online because that's still the same I'm part of a house church now in Manchester and we are a small church we are a small group of people and that's just fascinating we are like a family in yeah. christ and and yeah i would say if you are not a part of a church just join a church join a small group you'll love it <laughs> you'll know what i mean 
just try it. Yeah, and um, you actually are running a, a small group for people across the world, right? Yes. Um, so why don't you yeah, share that and maybe some people who are listening might want to join um, in with that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So I, yeah, so in, in the first few weeks of lockdown, I just had this desire to bring hope to the world because I noticed that I'm finding it really hard to be hopeful, to stay hopeful. And that's something that... It, I am noticing more and more in the lives of people around me. So, uh, yeah, I just felt like one day God is saying that, why don't you start this group? And, and I mm. called it Stor- and I call it Stories of Hope because this is a space for everyone, regardless of their faith background, to come and find hope in Jesus, whether for the first time or many times, and, mm. and also learn how to follow him simply and so yeah it's like a bible study meeting a small group bible study meeting where we look at different stories of hope in the bible in the gospels and we learn how to follow him follow jesus and how to love the people around us that's awesome yeah and if yeah if anyone wants to join me just drop me a message or add me on facebook or social media and i can yeah add you to the group which is great yeah and i'll leave all those uh details in the description of the podcast so that you can just go and find morale and join that group because that sounds fun yeah and <laughs> and it's amazing we've had and again so because it's online and there's no geographical barriers to that so anyone can join like no matter whereabouts in the world you are from like we had we've had people from a village in Pakistan joining us we've had someone from Romania we've had someone from Paris and we've had Amazing. you know from all over the world and we have we've had someone from Argentina joining us and nice. and it's amazing anyone can join join it join join small groups not not only mine but any small groups now thank you so much for doing this podcast with me uh, I think your story is amazing and God's faithfulness is so clear in just the way the way he's stayed with you and just from that sharing of the gospel has also encouraged me to just share my faith when God prompts me to um, because yeah it can lead on to a whole life of fruit like you yeah what's some advice you wish you had which you would want to pass on I would say just faith is so simple don't overcomplicate things. Try having a childlike faith and life. And, and I know it's a challenge as adults when there's so much worry, it's so much thing, so many things to think about and worry about your future and your career, your family, and all those things. But we have a greater God, and God is so accessible and faithful, and faith should be really accessible for everyone and mm. yeah just try it and don't come over complicate things just enjoy life and faith and adventure with jesus amazing you also work for fusion yes uh you? and you said you are running a couple of training sessions for um different groups of people so, so fusion is a student mission movement who exists to strengthen the church, the local church, to reach and work with the students. 
So we believe that God is on the move and he wants his church to be part of that mission and the movement with him. So we, we have, for that, we have different trainings that we are running online. And one of them is for those young people who are just about to go to uni next year. It's, it's so crucial to be prepared for university. And also, yeah, so we kind of prepare those people for the decision that they want to make before going to uni. And especially next year, it's so crucial. University mm-hmm. is going online and every, everyone's so confused and uncertain about what they want to do next next year, whether it's apply for a deferral yeah. or not. So yeah, we are running those training sessions online. It's called Prep for Uni Sessions. And yeah, you can sign, them, sign up for them online for free. And the other session that we are running for those who are graduating this year is prep for graduation. And I think, again, same similar things. And it helps you to think about and also process this season well and grieve well, because it is hard. And if those graduates haven't had the opportunity to finish university in a way that they always wanted to and dreamed of, and that's just heartbreaking. So we are kind of helping them to deal with um, grief well. And and also, yeah, just to help them to think about, so what's next? And now, like in terms of job opportunities, which is always a, a big issue for graduates anyway. But now it's like a bigger mm-hmm. issue and bigger struggle. So, yeah, we are helping them to prepare well for that as well. Uh, fusionmovement.org and yeah you can find out more about it all there would you mind praying for maybe just anyone who's listened to the podcast maybe don't know god yet but i have just listened to that advice of how simple it is and that it's not it doesn't have to be complex and also maybe for those um graduates or anyone who's a bit anxious about the season yeah. um of to, for them to find community and i agree with you yeah, absolutely. I would love to. Yeah, Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this time together. Thank you that uh, you are on the move and you know what's going on in our world around us. And yeah, Lord Jesus, thank you that you are good and you do good. And yeah, Je- Jesus, I just pray that for whoever is listening to this podcast in the past few minutes, I pray that, Lord, that we know how much you they are loved regardless of what's happening in this in the world around them, whether they're graduating and they are so unsure about their next season or they didn't know you yet. I pray that, Lord, as they listen to this, you would, uh, they would experience your love. And yeah, I pray that they would know that faith is simple. Yeah, and Jesus, I just pray that you would, yeah, you are good and you are, you have a purpose for their lives and nothing can change that. Nothing mm. can take that away from them. And you you are greater than all things. And yeah, we love you, Jesus. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much once again for being on the podcast. You shared so much wisdom. <laughs> and I'm sure you've encouraged people to just pursue God. It doesn't have to be a super big thing it can just literally be you calling out to him asking him to be part of your life yeah and yeah just following that yeah thanks everyone for listening uh if you want to find out 
take away all the anxieties and the anxious thoughts that students are having in this in this season and and fill fill them up with your peace lord and help them to know that you've got this and they're not on their own and more of what's going on in the hopecast you can follow the instagram at the dot hopecast that's the dot hopecast and i hope you have an amazing week and oh thank you Thank you.